DC chillin', PG chillin', my name Wale and I came to get it, came to get it, came to get it, my name Wale, shit. Welcome back to season three of the All Things Sports Podcast. My name is Matthew Gordon alongside all my co-hosts today, and we got not one, but two legends on our pod today. TCU put up an absolute battle yesterday in the Big 12 Championship, and that helped pave the way to making the college football playoff. For the fourth time, Johnny fucking Hodges is here. And for the second time, the liver king, Joe Hodges, is here. What up, boys? How we doing? What's up, Ginger? Hey, Ginger. Bro, I think before we start this podcast, I want to say, because um, we all graduated from the Plains Um, great win with the, with the uh, high school football team. John Kelly has a dynasty on his hands. But I also want to shout out Allison Hirsch for her battle with cancer right now. The entire community is praying for her. And um, I'm just saying a bunch of – I'm saying as many outfathers as I can for her because she does not deserve that at the moment. So That is true. And I appreciate that, all of that. And we love you, Allison, as said before. But, wow, what a crazy weekend. TCU just found out today that they'll be playing Michigan in about a month or a couple weeks, and they are the three seed. So, how, Johnny, how are we feeling? I mean, you know, a lot of question marks about where you guys, if you guys were going to make it. I mean, I think that last drive from Duggan kind of really like solidified it, but like, how's the team feeling? How are the vibes? You know, vibes are kind of all over the place. Like, you lose such a dramatic uh, ending to that game yesterday just not able to punch it in, some questionable calls. But the calls kind of went for both teams. Then you get kind of uh, given, like, an opportunity to be in a, the playoff, which is something that not many people get to do, regardless of teams. So it's just kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, we're happy. Yeah, we're upset. Uh, but just giving, giving, a, giving a seat at the table is nice, you know. So vibes are, I, I'm going to say, pretty good. Yeah, Johnny, we uh, we obviously were all watching that big game, um, and you suited up and didn't play. What what was the uh, medical staff saying to you, and what kind of led you to suiting up and not seeing any snaps yesterday? Yeah, that just kind of sucked. Uh, against Iowa State, I got cut, and I ended up, like, pulling my hamstring. So I got cut, and then my, like, leg, leg uh, kind of hyperextended, and – the pressure just released on my hamstring. And it was honestly fortunate it was that, not my knee or something that would have kept me out for, like, the season. But uh, we just did all we could last week. Like, I was living in the training room. We are trying everything. And I gave it a go Friday to see if I'd be able to play or not. And that would have just been a liability. Like, I wouldn't be able to run or tackle or do anything. I just would have been a good voice out there. But, um, yeah, it kind of sucked. So, I knew I wasn't going to be able to play, but – uh, Kansas State didn't know that, so I really just suited up just for the illusion to make them think I'm playing because I was on, like, the scout report and I was on the injury, like, report before the game, but I was listed as questionable, so just kind of one of those things. And then, God forbid, if someone had gotten hurt, I would have went in and uh, emergency, an emergency backup player, I guess. So that, that's what led to me suiting up those two reasons. That would have been, yeah, that would have been quite the predicament there. But so you guys have uh, three weekends off. What do you, what do you guys do for the next, you know, 
21 days or so, I guess, you know, obviously everyone's going to recover a bit from their injuries like you, but what goes on between now and, you know, the 31st? You know, it's nice. We finally get some time off. So I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but our bye week was week three. So we haven't been on bye. Like our bye week was in September. So we're finally getting like somewhat of a bye week. So uh, just we're having off from everything football related until Thursday. And then Thursday, we're going to come back, start doing some football drills and lifts. Uh, Next week, we're going to practice Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they want us to go home and be with our families because we're not going to be home for Christmas or the New Year's, obviously, because it's such a big game. Um, So we'll start really ramping up practice again next week. And then uh, after next weekend, then we have two weeks of the game. We'll be full-blown, just complete Michigan for two straight weeks. So kind of getting a little bit of time off, time to recover for those of us that are hurt, get some treatment, get better. And then uh, about two weeks from now, get really into the swing of things for this Michigan game. Johnny, um, Max Dugan is clearly, I mean, he showed his his Heisman case on that last drive, um, completely just single-handedly willed you guys down the field. Every single play, he was taking a big hit, and he was gushing blood down his arm and slow to get up on, like, three straight plays. Is he good? Is he, like, health-wise, is he looking good for the – I guess he's got a month off, but, I mean, he was, yeah, yeah, he's he was taking some fucking – He was taking some licks, yeah. I mean, Dougie, he's just so, like, gritty and just such an exceptional leader. It's just so nice having someone like that kind of lead your team and – just putting up a heroic performance. It was something that was really cool to see. But uh, I would say, like, the turf at the stadium really wasn't that good. It was really hard. So before the game, we knew, like, you're going to get really banged up and you're going to be really sore after the game just because of the turf. Like, you're going to be covered in cuts and stuff. So a bunch of those hits weren't because of – it was just turf burn. Um, And then, obviously, he took a bunch of hits. Like, he he willed us that game. They were really playing good defense. And – yeah, so – but, yeah, he, he's uh, completely fine. Like, he doesn't have anything major. Just I'm sure he's super sore. And then uh, he'll be, you know, fine for Michigan a month from now. Ready to fucking roll. Yeah, jo- Johnny, going back to that turf uh, topic that you just brought up, I've heard, like, a lot of NFL players, like, tweeting on social media that, like, these turf fields just take such a toll on your guys' bodies. Do you think, like – I mean – I don't know. I've never played football in my life, but I feel like the grass fields just are way easier. And like, why do you think they keep making all these turf fields like in the NFL and college football? It just seems like it's not not healthy for the players. Well, turf is for one reason it's easier to maintain. So you get a really good looking field, and it's not that hard to maintain. You don't have to worry about water in it to get you know muddy, all that stuff afraid. Um, but uh. It, it kind of depends. So turf, it usually gets refurbished like every four or five years. So that first year or two, the turf's exceptional. Like it's like the best thing ever. But then towards the end of the turf's like a turf field's life, it, the turf gets awful and it's, you know, ready to get refurbished and all that. So uh, I don't know. I personally like playing on grass. Like our, we have a great grass field and I, I like playing on grass. It's just natural. But, uh, I mean, there's some grass fields that are just awful. If you don't take really good care of it, putting in a ton of time to get it pristine, then it's going to be just a complete waste of uh, 
just a complete like waste that of, uh, we have like that Yeah, yeah. So I'd rather play on grass. And if you have enough money in your big time program and you don't have the grass field, I think it's just cheap and you're being a cheapskate. Um, especially in the NFL, like even these indoor stadiums like in Arizona and Las Vegas, like they roll out a grass field into the sun to like get sun and stuff. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I just think sense. it's cheap. But uh, yeah, I- I'd rather play on grass. But that's that's the reason why people have turf. It's just easier to maintain all that stuff. And it's not bad at the beginning. So let's switch it up. I feel like we're uh, not giving Joe enough attention. Joe, <laughs> um, you know, you've been to some big games this year. This is probably the biggest game you've been to. And USC actually lost the night before the TCU game happened, the Big 12 championship happened. Do you think that it was a lock for TCU to make it? Do you think there was any chance they wouldn't make it if they lost? Was it just a lock? Or um, a lock? I, would, I would say it was a lock, but I would say that um, USC losing was definitely huge. And it definitely gave them some breathing room. I also didn't realize that Caleb Williams was a graduate from Gonzaga, and he was in the same all Met class as Johnny until my dad told me that last night. Like, the second I killed him, and turns out he went to Gonzaga and was in the same class as my brother. But um, when they lost that game, I was I was telling everybody, I'm like, yo, like, we really want Utah. We really want Utah. We really guess TCU's really good because K-State's a really good team. And, uh, with them losing, I, I really was not nervous going into this game. And going into the game yesterday, no matter what, even if they won or lost. So, yeah. Another question for you, Joe. Great stories as usual. Love the uh, the Ronas and the twisted the twisted tees. Um, a plus. Thank you, Bela. Thank you, Bela. Thank this you, is Bela. this is Law, not Bela. Bela's already had his had his time, <laughs> so Bela's done right now. Wait, who, who's this? Who's this? Who am I talking to right now? This is Lod. Baylor already had his uh, four questions already. So Baylor's oh, shit, right man. My bad. You, you sound like Baylor low-key. No, Come you on. don't. Come on, Joe. You can't do me like that. <laughs> that is ugly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so what are your – Joe, what are, your... are we ripped right now? Oh, we're, we're, we're kind of detonated right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, what are your – I love uh, it. What are your thoughts on the, on the matchup coming out? How do you think TC is in the matchup against Michigan? Um, I love that Michigan is minus nine and a half because I'm going to hammer the TCU money line. Yeah, I was TCU money line when they're dogs and spread when they're favorites. The classic Joe Hodges line. That, that, that is a classic quote right there, bro. Agreed. Give, give, like give them another three points. I don't care. I will still take the horn Joe, I, Joe I, I also have a big question for you, Joe. Um, what do you have in store? for the playoff um well, you know we've seen some crazy shit like matt's talked about what do you if you want to give us a sneak peek you don't have to give us the full description what's coming um I'm, I'm i think joe's joe's gonna eat a live deer or something definitely definitely a couple chunks of uh, raw liver a couple of raw eggs um i i, I texted Balo and i texted ginger about shotgunning a purple full logo before this game, and I backed out of it because I had not done that before and like broadcast it. But I'm a very, very, very superstitious individual, and I think now I kind of have to broadcast that. So definitely expect a raw liver chomp or two, and then a purple full logo shotgun. 
because it was always the frogs. Joe, I just I just have to know, like, can you give some sort of description of like what raw liver even tastes like? Because I just well, I mean it's just yeah. so absurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, imagine like chewing like a tire, and it tastes like shit. Like <laughs> it, it just it just tastes terrible. The only reason why I'm doing it is because liver is the most nutritious food on the planet. I don't give a fuck what your doctor says. It was always raw liver. But yeah, it does not taste good. I'm really just doing it for the nutritional value. So Is it it's cow liver, right? That you're eating? Yeah, beef liver. Yep. Beef liver. Love that. But I I I, I do not get it from uh, the grocery store. I get it from my butcher. I do not trust the beets from the grocery store. I'll pay like a little extra, but it's worth every single penny. So you've got like a secret hookup. Yeah, it, it's it's way easier out in Kansas City than it is fucking uh washington dc that's for sure that's unreal yeah all right so um, let's let's, let's, uh, switch it back, let's switch it back to johnny um joe we love you we'll get back to you in a sec johnny right, sure. you know, we, i know we've talked about this before um your story's crazy and just a couple years ago you were playing for navy lacrosse and now you're gonna play in the college football playoff while leading the team in tackles how do you feel personally how does it just feel overall and what do you have to prove to the entire world watching in? Um, personally, it just feels like almost feels like you're just living a dream. Like you got to kind of take a step back and just make sure you're living in the present because this is what people dream of. And I'm just kind of living it. And I never thought I'd be here. And I just got really, you know, fortunate. Things fell, puzzle pieces fell in the right place. And uh, the opportunity arose and I made the most of it. So just taking a step back, that's how I'm feeling. And just really soaking it all in and, not getting too caught up in the future or the past and just really living in the moment. But, uh, I mean, that chip, I feel like there's a bunch of kids on our team, like Max plays with the chip, a bunch of people have these own chips. So it's just, I have something to prove every time I get on the field. And at this point, now that people know my story, I'm getting a little bit more recognition. It's kind of changing to like, okay, there's a lot of people like me who will never get this chance. So I can't let them down, uh, stuff like that. So that's why I used to kind of motivate me. And then plus I'd still have the chips that I've always had, like under, under like recruited people say I'm not big, fast, strong enough, all that stuff. So, and yeah, and have you done any like kind of scouting report on Michigan? Like, do you know like what they're like and how you're going to approach that game, or is that just going to come like with film in the next couple of weeks? So I don't know their scouting report in regards of like their offense alignment, like where they're from, their names, and all that stuff, but we know they like to run the ball. They probably have the best offensive line in the country. They're going to try to bully you, run it down your throat, all that stuff, open up play action. They got really good tight ends and receivers. Um, so, you know, they want to run the ball, shut down the run and hold in the game. But uh, at this point so far out, not knowing enough about them or watching really any field film, just watching from afar and watching some of their highlights. Uh, that's what I'd say. They just want to run the ball and they have a great offensive line. You're really going to have to play your best to, get off run blocks and get any pressure on the quarterback when he's fast because they're really talented. Gotcha. And how does TCU beat Michigan? And how will they beat how will they beat Michigan? Uh so we gotta use our speed. Like our defense has a really good I'm just talking defensively. Uh, I don't really worry about the offense. But um defensively we gotta show off our speed. So that means like being in aligning right, doing what we're supposed to do. And then when you have a chance to show off your speed, make a play, you got to show it, playing sideline to sideline, really shock them with your speed. 
and then we're in a fortunate situation where I don't think they respect us. And there's a lot of people that don't respect us. So it'll be nice. We're probably going to catch them a little off guard at the beginning. So once we get a good punch in, just kind of keep swinging. And then they're going to be like, oh, shit, this team's legit. And then it's going to be a dog fight for the rest of the game. So kind of just being physical and running around, showing off your speed. That's how that's how we got to get it done. Awesome to hear, Bela. Yeah, Johnny, I got one more. Um, the, obviously, the selection selection committee was this morning, and they put you guys at three, and they put Ohio State at four. There's obviously a lot of people that believed Alabama got snubbed and should have gotten no. in over potentially both of you guys. What do you think, like, the committee's, like, reasoning for leaving Bama out of the Final Four was? Um, I think we just made it tough. But if I'm being honest, it's I think – relatively all year long they've been fair in the past the big 12 hasn't been great in the playoff uh it's not like some secret and it's also been a fact that literally if you're not the one or two seed a lot of the playoff games aren't close so there's been so much speculation about this and that and it didn't really make any sense to me or the other guys on the team or anything like that because we were just you know fan bases were just beaching but uh them leaving Alabama out, I feel like Alabama's a great team, yeah, but at the same time, they didn't have a really good statement win. I think their best win was against Texas, who Texas is legit, don't get me wrong, but they only have one ranked win, and then they played, I think, four more, like, ranked You guys opponents. also played Texas and shut yeah, them down. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, 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 you know, it's just like kind of big poison. Like, I wish everyone could get in and get a chance, but at the same time, I think they just dug themselves a hole too big to get out of. Them losing to LSU was a bad loss. Tennessee, once uh, Hendon Hooker got hurt, that unfortunately turned into, like, they're just not the same team they were at the beginning of the year. And then uh, they had trouble with Ole Miss, they had trouble with Texas A&M. And th- those teams aren't very good uh, football teams. So uh, they just dug themselves a hole. But I think the committee ultimately uh, was very fair and kind of spot on with the rankings and how I would have done it if I were uh, in their shoes. So this is for either of you, really. I'm kind of curious your guys' thoughts on the college football playoff now. I saw in two years that they're spending to 12 teams. I know this won't necessarily affect you, but just what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think it's completely necessary, absolutely necessary, so that we don't have to have all these like extra arguments about like, who should be in and who shouldn't be. I really think it would sell the debate on like who should be in, but at the same time we expand to 12. Next, you know, in two years, we'll be like, all right, so like, why shouldn't this team be at the back? But you also think about there'll be some really good matchups in those in that 12 team playoff. Um, all these top four teams that buy, and have some really good matchups like Alabama and K State, and there'll be some, I mean, like, I'll do the rest of them because, like, I'm not like the biggest college football mover, I just have the Big 12 out of that game, but um. But yeah, like it'd be it'd be a lot better, I think, for the sport. Do you think there's like I don't know? A lot of people are saying like twelve is almost too much. Like I was kind of under the impression that they should should have gone to eight, just because I don't see like how a team like Alabama would match up with like a two lane that would be twelve, um, and it just seems like a wasted game in my opinion. But yeah, I can I, I, I can I don't definitely know. agree. I can. I can definitely agree with that. I'm also on the boat where, like, shit, maybe we do 16. Like, 12 is kind of a weird number. It's either 16 or 8, but I am in agreement with you on what you just said. <clears throat> It'll it. definitely be interesting to watch it play out, that's for sure. Yeah. 
Love that. Well, Hodges, we appreciate you guys joining. Joe, I'm just saying, last time you came on the podcast, you said you were going to do a live raw egg challenge, and you didn't do it today. So the next time you come on, we need that live on the Zoom. Can we get that? Oh, oh Ginger, absolutely, brother. All right. All right. We'll have to get a check-in before the Michigan game with the boys. He's got some time to relax now, settle down for the next three weeks, and we'll get locked and loaded and focus for that game with yeah, that roll. We'll, we'll, we'll get locked and loaded. And how about this? Um, I'm going to be back in the uh, D.C. area for Christmas and Christmas Eve and all that shit. I will personally buy y'all a drink at Poorhouse. How about that? <laughs> I want to add a roll egg challenge in person with you. Wait, Joe, will, will Mr. Yes. Nelson be in attendance also? Mr. Nelson, yes. will he come with us? Mr. Nelson's invited. I'm going to invite him on LinkedIn, but who knows? Like, he still might have a lot of trash in his trunk, but we'll see. Uh, that'll be a time. Joe, Johnny, appreciate you guys. Johnny, congratulations. Unreal. You're doing crazy things, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for stopping by. Yep, thanks for having us, Ginger.